From the Pasuk in this week's parsha, which says, Moshe said to the Yidin about the man, eat it today, because today is Shabbos, today you will not find it in the field. He was telling them that that which they collected on Friday, the man they collected on Friday, they should eat it on Shabbos. In this passage, it says three times the word Hayoyim today, in regards to the eating of the man on Shabbos. Learned up Chazal, learned up Chazal. So our sages learn from this that there is, one is obligated to eat three meals on Shabbos. Because it says three times Hayoyim in regards to eating on Shabbos. When Chotcha Suda is Ikra Achilles Pas. And even though the main um, component of a meal is bread, we still find that in regards to the third meal, Shalashudas, what we call, Shuchanaruch brings a machloikis, a poskim, a dispute amongst the, the poskim. There is opinions that say that by the third meal you also need bread. When Yeshma Kilim, however, others are more lenient, says the Shulchan Aruch, Shiyachal Akayim Suda Gimel Bechol Maichol Asim Mechamisha Minim, that one could fulfill the third meal with any food made of the five grains, Shemavarchem Allah Bayraminim Azainis, for which you would make the Bracha Bayraminim Azainis, Shuhud Nikra Mazim, because that too is called food. The Yes or Mazain is a, a more filling food. And some are even more lenient. That you can also fulfill the obligation for eating that meal by things which you would eat as condiments with bread. Like meat or fish, which were not considered to be the main course of the meal. The bread was the main course of the meal. These were eaten along with the bread. That's why I call it condiments. So you can also fulfill Shalashudas by eating a piece of fish or a piece of meat. And some are even more lenient, even more, that you can even fulfill the mitzvah of eating the third meal with fruit. And the Alter Rebbe concludes this discussion in the Shulchan Aruch. One should not rely at all on these leniencies. Unless there is no other possibility, there is no other option. Like for instance, if a person is very full, he's already eaten more than he can eat, and now comes the time for shalashudas, and it's difficult to stuff himself even more. It would be difficult to eat bread at this time, at this point, without going through difficulty, because it's you know overeating is also not good. So then you can rely on the leniencies. But otherwise you shouldn't rely on the leniency to eat anything other than bread. Or I mean to fulfill your obligation for the meal with anything other than bread. Apopikein is Yidua. And even though the Alter Rebbe uses this strong language, it's still known. The Midik for Rabbi Seinu Nesienu, the Midik of the Rabbeim, as if like Beruba Deruba Beyoiser, that for the most part, and really the most part, Nisht esem pas They did not eat bread. They didn't wash for the shalashudas. 
they would fulfill the obligation for the third meal with just a small eating something small the tamad of it is the reason for this is why they didn't eat a full meal for shalashudas a full meal means bread because the third meal of course learned from the third time that it says in that pasuk that we mentioned before over there it says the third time that it says it says today you will not find it in the field so the, the Torah itself applies the word you will not in other words that the meal is not consi- considered the same type of meal as the earlier ones this one is has a a component along with it which is that you don't do a full meal as the Torah says not the, the way the Torah puts it is today you will not find the man in the field and the river is the river is the river as in their sudoshlisha therefore it's quite uh, it, it's fitting befitting that in this third meal so how do you recognize this not which the Pasuk says by not eating bread similar to what it says in the Pasuk you will not find the man meaning you will not find bread so you eat a meal in which you do not find bread as a part of that meal that's the technical reason because the Pasuk seems to say that you shouldn't eat it but what is the reason why there shouldn't be a full meal with bread by in other words, what is the inner meaning of not eating bread by Shalashudas? The Dritta Suda from Shabbos is connected to Shabbos La Asad because the third meal of Shabbos corresponds to the Shabbos. It, uh, it looks forward to the Shabbos as it will be in the time of Mashiach. And as the Bach also uh, refers to this. By state and what does it say about the time after Mashiach, the time of Oilam Abba, La Asad over there it says that's a time when there is no eating and no drinking so therefore since this is a meal which is looking forward to the Shabbos of after Mashiach or after in La'asad Lavai therefore it's appropriate that there should not be an emphasis on eating and where does flow of energy come from from the level of Ayin there is not the place of not. The Bechayi uh, writes, the river is oich the suda nisht kein suda regil, and therefore the meal that we eat today by shalosh shudas is not your regular meal. And in iris mudgish daloi simtsa and we emphasize the fact that you will not find man meas nisht kein pas. We don't eat bread. You eat something, just something small. In order to bring uh, to bring to mind uh, the the fact that in the time of Mashiach, which is this meal is associated with it, there will be no eating and drinking, meaning an olam and that all energy will come from the level of ayin, which is a very high level of godliness of uh, godly energy. But ayin means nothing, not 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 days. Since the entire Torah is really one one Torah, which, can, which has in it many different areas and ways of exploring Torah, but it's all one big Torah. 
and therefore the inner dimension of Torah and the customs that are conducted according to that view of things is really one with the area of halacha of Torah which means every area of Torah has to fit together and they all work along together with each other they don't contradict each other they don't conflict with each other they all dovetail to you know to work along with each other so therefore it's understood that when there's a minig that the greats the Jewish leaders great Jewish leaders as well as those who follow in their footsteps this is what they did not as when there was no other option but this is what the first option was not to eat a full meal at Chalashudas they did this according to the dictates of the inner dimension of Kula. we have to understand so therefore we have to understand this is not some leniency that they were applying and something that they did because they had no other choice it wasn't something that they were compromising not necessarily specifically uh, truly compromising but doing something as a loophole or um, as a secondary choice, this was that's not how it should be seen. Gedolei Yisrael do not do things in that way. So then we have to understand. True, as we said before, that according to the inner dimension of Torah, is goes beyond eating. It's something higher than eating. And that's the reason given why we don't eat bread during Shalashuddha. But if you look at it from the perspective of Allah, it seems to be a leniency that we're applying. In fact, the Alter Rebbe says, you shouldn't rely on that kind of a leniency. Unless it's a situation in which there is no other choice. Like for instance, if a person is very full from before he started Shalashudas, but otherwise the Alter Rebbe seems to be saying that one should not rely on this kind of uh, leniency. So how does this fit with the fact that according to Chassidus, it's the, the, it's the first option not to eat bread at Shalashudas. So we can say that this is the explanation. In regards to the eating of the three meals, the Alter Rebbe says, The mitzvah of eating on Shabbos is, the only reason we do it is because it brings the light to the day. It brings a measure of the light to the day. We eat three meals as opposed to two meals which are eaten on a regular day. In other words, saying that when we talk about Shabbos, it's not that there is a mitzvah to eat. Like, for instance, um, uh, when you eat matzah. Matzah, it doesn't say anywhere that the reason we eat matzah is in order to delight in the the Yom Tov of Pesach. It's a mitzvah to eat. Eating is the mitzvah. But that's not, the, that's not what happens on Shabbos. On Shabbos, the reason 
why we eat is in order to bring enjoyment to the day. Now the rather the point of the eating is that it brings joy, enjoyment, enjoyment. Lefiza, according to this, as by Allah Suda Shabbos is a fabunden mit that the reason why we eat every one of these meals on Shabbos is because it's meant to bring enjoyment. Not as an act of eating and onto itself, like we said, as by matzah. Is in a hotzar from the machilos, and then therefore, if a person is uncomfortable by eating this meal, it doesn't bring the light. To the contrary, it makes him uncomfortable. So then we would have to say, not only does he not have an obligation to eat this meal, because if it doesn't bring enjoyment, then what's the point of eating on Shabbos? That's the reason why we eat. Nor nochmer, but we would say even more, as zedat sat chiyuv nisht to essen, that because it's bringing him discomfort, so then because of Shabbos and its its need for enjoyment of the day, one should not be be permitted to eat that kind of a meal which brings discomfort. On the lashon from Alton Rebbe. And as the Alter Rebbe says, it ain't sarich l'tzair atzmi lechel that one is not required to discomfort himself in order to eat. Main tesher, maybe what he means to say is as a dafnished un kamat tarnished. It means that he doesn't need to. Not only does he not need to, but he's not permitted to eat that kind of a meal. Balazachil in the is the heipach inyanim from Suda Shabbos because eating that way would go contrary what the point of eating on Shabbos is. Heipach inyanim because it's the opposite of bringing enjoyment similar to what the Alter Rebbe writes where he specifies this uh, in when he talks about whether one is permitted to fast on Shabbos not eat on Shabbos that a person that, to whom eating is harms him is harmful in which case it would be more enjoyable to him not to eat it doesn't have to eat at all and the Alter Rebbe clearly states that it's almost as if he's per, not permitted to eat he's prohibited from eating because he doesn't, you're not allowed to bring yourself into a situation of discomfort on Shabbos so if eating brings discomfort, then he's not permitted to eat on Shabbos. So there the Alter Rebbe states it clearly. And just like this is true for not a eating in a situation where it brings discomfort, the same would be true also in the way that you eat. There is a question of should you eat at all. <clears throat> but let's say you do, you are going to eat the way that you eat or what you eat also has something to say about whether you will enjoy the meal or not. If it's uh, discomforting, uncomfortable to eat bread at a meal on Shabbos, then therefore there would be no obligation for him to eat bread at that meal. To the contrary, in fact, if he were to eat bread at that meal, 
he will end up doing something which goes against what the whole purpose of eating on Shabbos so therefore he wouldn't have to eat or he wouldn't be permitted to eat bread at that meal according to this one could say when do we say that there is a the fact that there is a an obligation to eat bread at that would only be true if this is something that a person can enjoy but when a person does not have any enjoyment of eating the bread as in the sight from Sudashlishis, because he knows as a matter of faith that when you that the time of Shalashudas, Raiva the Raivan, which is the, the, the highest point of Shabbos, a very spiritual time, called Raiva the Raivan, is made Vikinafuna Yoimloi. At that time what is dominant is the idea of not of loy, that you do not eat. Bikinas Ayin or the level of ayin, which is that transcendent level, which is called not not. So the person knows this. Un as zman kipper, and that this is a time similar to yom kipper, to to somewhat to some degree. And we know that yom kipper is called the shabbos of all shabbosim. Un it's a time similar to what happens in elam at the time after as we said before it's a time when there will be no eating and will be no drinking when the far, so he knows all this and the far is and therefore because of this matter of faith knowing all this even though he doesn't feel it and experience it but just knowing this it would be distressful, discomforting to eat bread because this is not the time for it Therefore, this would not be a time there would, would, be, would be no obligation for him to eat bread at this meal. But to the contrary, by him it would be a preferred, a preferred way of, of eating this meal according to Allah, according to Hidur. That he should not discomfort himself by eating bread. That he should eat something, just something small, light, and thereby know that he is fulfilling what this time expects, which is, it's a time when we're not focused on eating, it's a time when we rise above it, and so on, as all the things we said before. That this was the reason why the Rabbeim, they had their custom, that they fulfilled the obligation for the third meal with just something light. Because they truly felt the air, that godly energy that permeated the time of Raiva the Raivim. Are connected to the Rabbeim. They learned and they studied their teachings, and when they studied their teachings, it is for the purpose of fulfilling what they are being taught. And they, therefore, they go, they follow in the footsteps of the Rabbeim. So even though the Chassidim don't necessarily experience it, they don't feel that oil, but because they do what the Rabbeim did, so therefore, this is what they should do as well. 
because they would feel uncomfortable eating a full meal at that time, and the Rabbeim say that this is not really the time for it. Hey, but we still have to understand. Since during the time of Mincha, on Shabbos, the afternoon of Shabbos, that's when the, as we said before, what illuminates the time is the Hayyim Loi, that negative to eating. So then why don't we say that there should be no meal at all? If it's a time for not eating, why do we have eating altogether? Maybe there shouldn't be a meal. The Yom Kippur, similar to Yom Kippur, versus Asab which is prohibited to eat. As Rashbi had forbidden the Sudosh Lishes from Erev Pesach, Shechali is B'Shabbos, As Rashbi would do that on the, during the third meal time of Erev Pesach, that came out on Shabbos, in order not to because you have to eat matzah, you're going to have the seder later, which has to be with appetite and so on, to fulfill the mitzvah of matzah, so therefore he didn't eat at all he would speak words of Torah rather, instead of eating and he would talk about Maisa Merkava, in fact he would say speak about the uh, very esoteric subjects in Torah so then why do we say that there has to be somewhat of some eating at least a fruit why, should, why don't we say there should be no eating at all the Kama Mekayimus in Chesidus is mashma a number of places in Chesidus that we, we come to understand that the reason why by Sudosh Lishes there should be some eating as distinct from Yom Kippur we don't eat at all by Sudosh Lishes you do eat it's not because of the that the the meal the third the meal of Shabbos is so important that it must even override the importance of the time which is really connected with not eating but since the meal is so important so it overrides that and we do eat something that's not the reason that could have been thought to be the reason but it's not the reason nor faket but to the contrary the reason that we do eat is because the time is not really Yom Kippur and it's not really Olam it's only something somewhat similar to Yom Kippur and Olam therefore it's not enough to to negate the, the third meal totally something you have to eat because this is not really Yom Kippur this is not really Olam so we don't need a full meal in order to, come, to, to tie in to the, to the somewhat connection to Yom Kippur and to Elam but still you have to eat because it's not really that time. But in a, a note of, uh, written by the Friediger Rebbe, B'Shem Ovek Kvegus Admur Rashab, that was said, he's, the Friediger Rebbe said in the name of his father, the Rebbe Rashab. So he writes there, that which we say that the third meal because of as we said which only means that you don't have to eat bread but you do have to eat something he wishes himself that he should be part of those who eat the three meals that's how he concludes it 
So that is, of course, where the Friedrich Rebbe revealed to us in the name of his father that even though we don't uh, we don't eat bread, but we do eat something. And as Rabbi Yossi said, that it's very important to eat. He was wishes he had, he was part of that. So from the way he says it, that one is required to eat something. And he quotes Rabbi Yossi as saying that I want to be part of those who eat the third meal. Is mashmas that tzarech litaim. So from there it seems that when we say that one is meant to eat, one is supposed to eat, is a mile of elif and sudishlishis is because of the importance of the third meal. So it does bring out that there is an importance to the third meal, and not just as we said just earlier that it's not about the importance of the third meal, but it's because of it's it's not really yom kippur or olam and that's why it's okay to eat something. No, here it seems that it is to emphasize the importance of the third meal. Another thing that seems to be a miss here. That the Rebbe brings that which Rabbi Yossi said as a support or proof to what he said. If he's talking about the the obligation to eat the third meal, which is a halachic matter, he should have rather than quote Rabbi Yossi, who made a statement that he, you know, he wants to be part of the three. He should bring the Shulchan Aruch. It says you have to eat. That's the reason why you have to eat, because the Shulchan Aruch says you have to eat. And if he's, he's addressing, he's really talking about what is the inner reason why you have to eat something by Shalashudas. So then what is Rabbi Yaisi saying that somehow addresses what the reason is for the, the inner meaning of eating Shalashudas? He doesn't really say anything or seem to say anything that addresses that. So perhaps we can answer it this way. Explain it this way. First explaining what is Rabbi Yaisi exactly saying there. Because we have to understand about what he says. The chiyuv to esen shalashudas b'shabbos, the obligation to eat three meals on Shabbos is the chadin b'furish b'sugisham is a clearly stated halacha in that er in that uh, discussion in the Gemara. Is vos meinte da mitn vinches of yehei chelki. So what does he mean when he says if it's an obligation? Nobody would say let I. I want to be part of those who keep Shabbos. What do you, mean? you have to keep Shabbos. It's not something, an optional, that an option that you could say, I am part of it, not part of it. Of course you have to be part of it. And if it's a, as the Gemara says, one is required to eat three meals. So what does he mean? He wants to be part of them. Of course you have to be part of them. The Masha is Mefarish. So the Masha explains that by saying, as the Tamas Rabbi Yesi had gezokt, chalki the reason Rabbi Yesi said, he wants to be part of those who eat the three meals. As well as he uses a similar phrase, I want to be part of, and he mentions some other conduct that he wants to be part of, that the Gemara over there talks about. The reason he said it that way was in order to bring 
a, a feeling of energy uh, to charge the people that they too need to be part of this. It's a method of, a way of speaking that brings encouragement to people that they should also be, take part in this. But this doesn't seem to really explain it. Because if you want to talk about something which is a hidur, it's going beyond the letter of the law. It's not an absolute requirement. It's just, you know, you could or you can't. It's up to you to do it or not to do it. Midas Chsidis, something which is considered to be, again, beyond the letter of the law. Over there you could say, I, I want to be part of this in order to bring to the attention of the people that really you should be taking part in this, even though it's an option. You don't have to. But how could you say, use this kind of language in regards to the third meal, which is an absolute requirement. So you can't, it's not an option not to be part of the third meal. So what do you mean, I want to be part of it? You should be part of it. Of course you have to be part of it. And we can't answer. As Rabbi Yisiyah the Midgimein, that what did he mean to say by this? The He meant to say, think about this ahead of time. You know, you have to prepare for eating the third meal. As as only what he means to say is, since it's so important to eat the third meal, so make sure you don't overeat by the second meal, by the day meal so that you leave room to be able to eat the third meal because if you get there and you're too full you won't be able to eat it and you won't be obligated to eat it so therefore make sure that you are part of the third meal by eating a little less earlier and therefore being able to eat the third meal because it's so important to be part of it so that it will be able to eat the third meal so why, um, why can't we say that maybe that's a pretty good answer the, answer, the reason we can't say that is while it's difficult to say that Rabbi Yossi is going to extol the virtues of eating the third meal by advising people to eat, you know, make sure you don't overeat by the second meal. It seems like out of like overstating something too obvious. Zayit. So now the Rebbe gets to the explanation. is when we say that in Eilam Abba there will be no eating or drinking, that does not mean to say it means, well, if there's not going to be any eating and drinking, it means bodies will no longer be either be there at all or that they'll be secondary and who cares if the body withers away. That's not what it means. As I said, either because the body will no longer be there, or the or at least Shibas, the importance of the body will no longer be recognized, not at all. As Meitnar, all it means is as that the Chiba from Gufman Nishama Nidzain Gashmias. The merging, the connection between the Nishama and the Guf will not today it's based on eating and drinking. If you don't eat and drink your neshama will disconnect from the body. That's what the ultimate result will be. So the, the connection between the neshama and the guf is based on eating and drinking. In the time of Mashiach, in the time of Elam Abba, the the body will still be very important, extremely important, will be there part of the experience. 
but it will not be connected to the neshama as a result of eating and drinking. Okay, and as is well known as Chassidus Paskin Kedasa Ramban, that the Chassidus rules in favor of the Ramban on this matter. That the ultimate of Olam Abba is after the resurrection of the dead, which means that the the Olam Abba will be experienced with a body. There are those who say that there will come a time when the there will no be no more bodies, and that's when the true reward will come as a neshama alone. But the Ramban says no. The true reward comes when the neshama is connected to the body after the resurrection of the dead, and that's what that's what eternity will look like: neshama in a in a body. And that and Chassidus goes with that opinion. So there will be bodies even in Elam Abba. that there will still be neshamas with bodies. because. The Jewish body has its own independent importance. It's not just as the outer shell to the neshama and the way in which the neshama can function, but the body itself has its own value and therefore will be rewarded too and therefore is part of the experience of Olam Abba. It's not just cast aside when it gets to the important part of Olam Abba and now only the neshama is here. No. The Jewish body is that important that it too must be part of that experience. So according to this one could say, as the river is farana maila in dem that for this reason, because we recognize that the body is independently important, independently from the Shama important on its own, that's why there should be some eating by the third meal as well. Since the meal is, as we said, somewhat a reminder, at least, of the third meal. Sorry, of lost love. The third meal is a reminder and somewhat of lost love. That then too there will be the body will be along for the ride will also be rewarded. For this reason, that the film. And that's why the body too must enjoy the meal, the third meal. That's why, the, as we said, eating on Shabbos, including the third meal, has to be in a way that the person, which means the body, enjoys it. By, by uh, eating something. Alongside knowing that this is all an experience of ayin, which means transcendent of eating a time when there is no you will not find bread as we said before and that's the reason why we don't eat bread because it's a time of ayin but at the same time bodies are along for the ride therefore the body has to eat something at least even though it's not a full fledged meal and even more than this, as his mafurish become a kindness, it's explained in a number of places. That the meal of the levyason and the shayrabar, the famous meal of the fish and the ox, which is waiting for that meal of laosid lavei, that zainas sudagashes will be not some esoteric idea of what's called eating, but rather it'll be a literal meal. There will be actual fish and meat to eat to be eaten. 
So one could say, as Ramazal said, to uh, to bring to mind this as well is the te'ima kolshi. So you have some somewhat of a of a meal by the third meal as well, because even la'asid lavai, which we're experiencing during this time, there will be the actual meal of the Leviathan and the shayrabar. That's why we eat something in order to commemorate that um, that meal of the shayrabar and Leviathan. This is about a chiddush gadol, but the Rebbe says this is something. It's a novel idea. The, in other words, the Rebbe hasn't seen it anywhere else, and therefore, therefore, one needs to look into it and find the source for it, perhaps. But currently, this is the Rebbe's insight, a new insight we has, which he hasn't seen anywhere else. Ches to take it a, a bit deeper. The reason why the ultimate reward in the time of Lasid Lavi is Anishama as it is in a guf is Valdemal. The reason for this is because then the then we will see that, that there is a quality in the body even over the Nishama. Biz is fact it says that the neshama will be nourished from the guf. The guf will have such a high level of spiritual godly energy that the neshama will have to draw its sustenance from the body. The opposite of what it is today, where the, the neshama animates the guf. The neshama daf onkumitzum guf, and then will be the situation where the neshama needs the body. in ir the that the because the the body is rooted in the very essence of Hashem, which is the reason why, when you look at the body, the body seems to have come from nowhere. It just seems to be independent and, as if to say, self-created. Even though we know that it's born and it has, we have parents and so on. But when you look at the body, the body doesn't seem to. It doesn't point to its parents as being the source of the body of the body's ex- existence. The body seems to be self-made. Why does the body have that feature? Because it is rooted in the essence of Hashem, which is Mitsuyosimatsmuse, which truly is an existence which came from within itself, which doesn't have any source. That's why the body exhibits that kind of um, ad- not attitude but demeanor. It could seem as if the body is because it's rooted in the essence of Hashem, which truly is. And because the neshama does not have that quality, that it's rooted in the very essence of Hashem, that's why it receives sustenance from the body, which has an even higher uh, source, and therefore brings with it a more powerful energy, which at that time, in La'asad Lavai, that will, all, that will all be obvious and revealed, and therefore the neshama will then play second, secondary, will be secondary to the body. So based on this, we could say, from regards to the Shlishis, in them, in the fact that there has to be at least somewhat of an eating, this expresses a certain quality, which is, it emphasizes the importance of the body which brings out even more 
that this ties into the Shabbos in the time of Lasid Lavai when the body will be dominant. And that's why we have to give something for the body as well now to bring attention to the body because that's what will happen. Lasid Lavai, the body will be dominant. And this is what Rabbi Yaisi means. He said, I want to be part of those who eat three meals on Shabbos. Meaning to say that he wants to be able to eat something by the third meal. That he should, this should be to him an enjoyment. In them, because what he means to say that I want to be part of those who eat three meals means I want to be part of the third meal as well, because the third meal brings to mind la'asid lavai, and it brings out what will truly happen in la'asid lavai, which is that the body will be dominant, and that's why I want to eat something during the third meal. Because that is the true experience of that time. That's what the Rebbe Rashab meant when he brought this as the proof that you have to eat something at Sudashlishis. said, I want to be part of it, even though it says that one should, that it seems to be that one should not eat. The third meal, because it says, So Rabbi Yaisi was giving us the ability, a certain empowerment, to be able to eat something at Shalashudas, but even as does Amayla, in a way that it brings out the, the unique quality, in other words, it's something important because he says, I want to be part of that. In other words, he brings to atten- our attention that this is something important. That not only is this not something that works against loy, in other words, the fact that this is a time not for eating, one would think so eating somehow disturbs, mars that whole experience of now is a time of Yom Kippur, so he's telling you no. It's not, it doesn't interfere at all. Not other but to the contrary. As is God from the Shabbos La'asid that this brings to, it brings out even more so the great importance of that time of Shabbos, which is the time which points to the La'asid Lavai and the Shaman Azanis from the good because it's the time when the body will be nourishing the Neshama and that's brought out by eating something during the third meal as well.